Today's daf is Bovakama daf Lamidalid. We are six lines from the top of daf Lamidalid Omer Aleph, Tonu Rabbah. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael and Asuna Batzaru Vashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Shalema for Shloima ben Rachel Devora and Leilu Nishmas Yitzchak Isaac ben Pinchas. So we're discussing the halacha that a short time, Karen pays Chatzin Nezek. We know that not only is a short time unique in that it pays only Chatzin Nezek, but there's another halacha that says that the Chatzin Nezek that it pays, it pays Migufai, which means that the owner of the short time has to pay up to half the value, however, it could be less, meaning the amount that he's ultimately going to pay is going to be determined on the value of the shor that was mazik. So that if the shor itself that was mazik is worth less than chatzin nezek, in that case, the shor tam is actually going to pay less than Chatzinezek. And the reason is because the Chiv is not simply to write a check for 50% of the damages that were incurred. But rather, the way we view the Chiv is that the Shor that was Mazik on some level is what's achroi to be used as payment for the damage that occurred. Thus, in the event that the damage that occurred, even half the damage that occurred, exceeds the value of the Shara Mazik, well, in that case, the Nizik is not going to get more than what the value of the Shara Mazik was. A little bit confusing, but this is the basic halacha that a Shara Tam pays Chatzin Nezik. Not only does it pay Chatzin Nezik, but it pays Chatzin Nezik Migufa. Now, yesterday's daf, the Gemara brought a Machloikis Tanoim, a Machloikis Rabbi Shmol and Rabbi Akiva in terms of understanding how exactly this idea of a tam paying chatzin nezek migufay works. Rabbi Shmuel said that yusham hashar. Rabbi Akiva said huchlat hashar. Rabbi Shmuel holds that the way we view the nizek's schos and the nizek's tfiya in the shor hamazik as it relates to the halacha of migufay is no different than we would view any person that has a chayv by somebody else. In other words, the mazik owes money to the nizik, and the shor that he has, meaning the shor that was mazik, is meshubed to the nizik. So view it as if the nizik loaned money to the mazik, and the shor, a mazik, is an apoitiki. It's something that was designated as having a, a lien right now in terms of payment of this law. So it's not that the Nizik necessarily owns the Shar, but at the same time, there is some Shibud, a lien. The Gemara used the phrase Apoitiki, but Yushamashar. It's merely something that has been designated by the Torah to be used as payment for this obligation. Rabbi Akiva says, that the way we view this is as if the Nizik actually has ownership in the Shar HaMazik. He's a Shotef. That the Gemara said that according to Rabbi Akiva, if the Nizik would go and he would now make the Shar HaMazik hektish, the hektish would be chal. Other Nafkimina's were discussed in yesterday's that. But the point is a very, very fundamental Nafkimina 
very, very fundamental machloikas between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva in terms of understanding the lumbus of Shor Tam being Mishalim Chatzi Nezek, but emphasis on the next word, according to Rabbi Ishmael, it's Yusha Mashar, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's Huchot Ashar. Today's daf is going to continue to discuss the halachos of Ashar Tam. It's going to continue to discuss the machloikis between Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Akiva. And in today's daf, the Gemara is going to introduce us to another very important machloikis tanam in this sugya. Machloikis between Rameir and Rabbi Yehuda, and that machloikis really goes to the core of understanding how it is we know that a short time is Mishalim Chatzin Nezik Megufa. So today's daf is a, a Yisoidus Tigedaf in terms of understanding this basic, albeit somewhat complicated halach. So six lines from the top of the Aflamid Dalad Amidal, a Bryce. If you have a short that was worth 200 zoz, and it's Shtois the short that's worth 200 zoz, and the Chavala was. 50 zos, meaning after the shar was nogach, the other shar, so the shar hanizik is worth not 200 zos, but now it's worth 150 zos, meaning the chavalu was for 50 zos. Now, after the negicha took place, before anyone was able to file a lawsuit on anybody, before there was a hamad abedin, the shar hanizik appreciated in value, and it went from being worth 150 zuz, which is what it was worth at the time of the Negicha, now it's worth 400 zuz. Now, the Metzius is, She'umole Hezikai, had the Hezik not taking place, it would have been worth 800 zuz. Says the Braisa, Noisin Kishasan Hezik. The Allah is that the Shara Mazik has to pay based on what the shor was worth at the time of the nezek, and based on what the nezek was. And we don't say that being that from the time of the nezek until the time that we're actually having this conversation, it went up in value. So based on that, maybe the halacha should be different. Kamash Malon, that's the first halacha of this b'risa, that even though the shor hanizek went up in value, still noising kishas hanizek. So let's get this clear. The case was where a shor was nagach another shor. At the time of the negicha, the two shvarim were worth 200 zos. As a result of the negicha, the shor hanizek is worth only 150 zos. Now, based on that, this 50 zos of hezek. We'll see later, we're talking about a shor time. Based on that, the obligation, l'churu, would be to pay 25 zos. Stating that, by the time there was Ahmadah Bedin, and by the time everybody was standing in front of Bezdin, this shar is no longer worth 150 zos. In fact, it was worth 400 zos. Now, the Metzius was that had the Nezek not taking place, it would have been worth 800 zos. Says the price, you want to know what the Allah is? You pay the same 25 zos. Nothing changes. We don't care what happened at all the appreciation that was and that could have been. What we cheshben is, noisen kechasa Nezek. Now, Rashi has two lishoyness, Pashup Shana and the Gemara, what exactly the Chiddush of the price is. In the first Lishna, Rashi says, the Chiddush of the price is that this person has to make a payment. You could have thought, why am I making a payment? What's the issue? The issue is that your show was worth 200 zoos and then my show stoisted. Well, guess what? It's worth today 400 zoos. So what am I paying you for? It's worth more today than it was worth at the time of the Nezik. I make payments when it's worth less. In the second Lishna Rashi says, that that's Pasha that the person's going to have to pay. You know what the Chiddush is? The Chiddush is that when he makes payments, he makes payments based on a shar that's worth 200 zoos and not based on a shar that could have been worth 
800 sos, meaning there's a havamina that maybe the payment that this person should be making is a much bigger payment. And the reason is because think about how much damage you caused them. Had you not been mazakim, it would have gone from being worth 400, which is what it's worth today, to being worth 800. Maybe you shouldn't have to pay chatzin hazak of that. Rashi says that the ikr lashin is the first lashin. And that havamina that maybe you should have to pay based on what it would have been worth had the damage not taken place is not something we cheshbin when we learn Masechtis Bavakama. What then is the Chiddush? The Chiddush is that I would have thought maybe you shouldn't have to make payment at all. Now why is it that it's so Pasha Tarashi that that second Lishna is a Tois? Tois talks about it as well. The reason is because if you're going to start making those cheshbinas then every single time you have a case of our Bavis Ezekin maybe you should have to make a cheshbin. So if your shor ever damages a shor or your bar damages a shor whatever the case is. So right now it's worth 200 zos. Okay, it's a little young shar. One day it was going to vax to be a starka ox. And at that point, the damages would have been much greater, in theory, because it would have been worth more money. We don't make those cheshbonas. We cheshbin basha rusham. So the only thing we would work with is basha rusham. What then is the chiddish? The chiddish is they even have to make a payment at all. Next, halacha debraisa. Kichesh, what happens if the... Sure, that was damaged didn't go up in value from the time of the damage to the time of the mother but to the contrary it went down in value so then you pay based on how much it's worth at the time of the Hamada Bedin, then we don't pay based on what it was worth at the time of the Nazik. Now, at first glance, these two halachas seem to contradict each other. If it goes up in value, we cheshbin based on the Shasa Nezek. If it goes down in value, then we cheshbin based on the Hamada Bedin. The Gemara is going to sort this out. Next halacha, the Brai, so Shavach Mazik, what happens if the Shar Hamazik went up in value? So the shar that was shava masayim that was nagach now at the time of that mother but then it's worth more than masayim. So the halach is nois and loy kishas hanezek the nizik who we know is entitled to a chelik of the shara masik. That's the halacha that shar tam is mashalim igufay. But he's going to get in the shar hamasik based on what that shar was worth at the time of the damage. And we don't care that it went up in value. Kachash, if it went down in value, then kishas ha-madabedin. Then we're going to cheshbin based on what it was worth at the time of that madabedin. And these two halachas also seem to contradict each other. If the shar hamasik goes up in value, so then it's kishas ha-nezek. If it goes down in value, then it's kishas ha-madabedin. So if you look at this price a little bit slower, the price has a reish and a seifa. The reish is talking about where the value of the shor hanizik fluctuated, it either went up or down. The seifa is talking about where the value of the shor hamazik fluctuated, it either went up and down. And really, side the reish and side the seifa seem to contradict each other. In the reish, if it goes up in value, it's nice and kishas hanizik. If it goes down in value, it's kishas hamadabedin. In the seifa, if the mazik goes up in value, it's kishas hanezek. If it goes down in value, it's kishas hamadabedin. What's the difference if it goes up or down? So this is what the Gemara is going to sort out. And we're going to start with the Sefer. I'll achren, achren, and then I'll rishon, rishon. In the event that the mazik appreciated in value, so the Allah is that we... When we determine the schus that the nizik has in the shayra mazik, Based on the halacha of Migufa, we cheshbin based on what it was worth at the time that the damage occurred. Mani, who must the tan of this price be? Rabbi Shmoli. The Amar Bal It must be going according to Rabbi Shmoli, who holds that although there's a halacha that the uh, shayr of the mazik is mishubit to this nezek, meaning that the uh, 
Shtam is Mishal and Chatsi Nezik Migufai. However, the way we view this relationship is simply as if the Mazik owes money to the Nizik and the Shar is the lien. It's the collateral against this loan. Vizuzu, who the Mazik Now, being that it's really the Mazik that owns the Shar, it's not the Nizik that owns the Shar. Therefore, if the Shar Hamazik goes up in value after the damage occurs. So who is going to be the beneficiary of all that appreciation? It's bullshit. It's the mazik that's going to be the beneficiary. Therefore, shavach. What's the halacha? Noisen loy kishas hanezek. I understand it, but the problem is they must save the head and send the save a kachash kishas and If it goes down in value, then we base it on the mother. Also, the Rabbi Akiva, that makes sense according to Rabbi Akiva, Dama Shutfinenu, who holds Huchlat Ashar. And being that Huchlat Ashar, so now the Nizik is actually a Shutif. If he's a Shutif, he has a real partnership. If he has a partnership, that means if it goes down in value, so he is going to be Mishtatif in anything that goes down. It's afraid to come out of Rashi Rabbi Yishmo, but Safer Rabbi Akiva doesn't make sense that literally you have a Rashi and a Safer that's talking about. If it went up or went down, one's going to leave it to Rabbi Shmuel, the other's going to leave it to Rabbi Akiva. So the Mara says, like, Kudu Rabbi Akiva, really the whole Bryson is going to Rabbi Akiva. If it's going to Rabbi Akiva, so which part of the Bryson do we understand? The last part. Why, if it goes down, it's Kishas HaMadu, but then how do you understand that if it goes up, the Allah is Kishas HaNezek, the Hoch of because you have to make an Akimta in the Bryson. And the Akimta is Kishapitmai. When it went up in value, the reason it went up in value was because the Mazak himself fattened up this animal. Meaning, it didn't just go up in value because the commodity exchange for Shvarim now went up. The reason it went up in value is because this person has been feeding it. And that's what caused it to go up in value. Being that it went up in value because of what the Mazak did, therefore he's the sole beneficiary of that appreciation. And therefore, when you cheshben what it is that the Nizek has, you cheshben based on the Shas HaNezek. So really, we're going to leave it to Rabbi Akiva. He's a Shotev. So any value... Any fluctuation really would be divided equally. And that's why if it goes down, it's Kishas HaMadu Bedin. Because as the Chashotif, so he is partaking now in the depreciation. Why if it goes up, is it not the way? It's an Akim. Let's talk about Kishbit. The Gemara says, If when it says Shavach in the Sefer, Shavach Shaira Mazik, it means it didn't just go up in value by itself, but you actually fattened it, then it would make sense that when it said Shavach in the Resha, it's probably the same case, right? Usually the Brisa is... Consistent. What did it say in the Rishon Shavach for Amadal Dal Meizuz? In the event that the Sharan Nizik went up in value, and now it's worth four hundred zuz. Again, it was worth two hundred zuz. There was fifty dollars worth of damage, and then all of a sudden it shot up to four hundred zuz. So what's Nalacha? Noisily Kishas Hanezik. You pay based on the Shas Hanezik. Now, if you're going to make the same Ikimta Ikish so who is the owner over here? The Nizik is the owner. So the Nizik would have been the one that fattened it. If the Nizik fattened it, Tzrichel Meimer, is there a Chiddush Bechlal that you don't have? the cheshbin, what it is the Nizik did, and the way Rashi learned, learned in the first Lishno, that you have to make a payment, of course you have to make a payment. The Havamir that maybe you shouldn't have to make a payment is because it ended up going up in value anyways. But if really it didn't go up in value on its own, it's just that the Nizik worked it and he worked it. So what's the Havamir that the Mazik should suddenly not have to make a payment because the Nizik caused it to go up in value? It makes no sense. So if the safest Kisha Pitma, then the Reisha's Kisha Pitma. And if the Reisha's Kisha Pitma, then there's zero Chiddush in the Reisha. Right? The only way to have a Chiddush in the Reisha would be that it went up in value on its own. So no. So what do you want from my life? At the end of the day, at the time of that mother within, there is no. D- loss in value based on the Nezek. But if you're telling me that it's only uh, as a result of the pitmoy, so what's the Chiddush? Amr HaPapas, HaPapas said, Reisha Meshkachas Al-Bain Depatmit Ptumei Bain Deshafchem Emeila. The Reisha that says that if it goes up in value, Noisim Keshasa Nezek, 
is going to be talking about Sai if the Nizik fattened it and Sai if it went up by itself. The Itzterich and the reason we're mentioning it, meaning which one of those two is the Chiddush, the Hecha, the Shavcham, and Meilu, no, it's like Nezik. That if it goes up by itself, you're going to have to pay Kishas Nezik, which is a Chiddush. Seifa, loy Mishkachas, or Elagashapitmai. The Seifa is going to have to be talking Davka Kishapitmai, meaning the Seifa has to be talking about Kishapitmai, because otherwise. Reisha, Rabbi Shmuel, the Sefer Rabbi Akiva. So to make the Sefer work, you have to say it's all Rabbi Akiva, Huchlat Ashar, and the reason Shavach Nois and Kishas Hanezek is we're talking about Kishapitmai. Once the Sefer is Kishapitmai, you have no choice. You have to say the Reisha is also talking Kishapitmai. But here's the point: the Reisha has to be also Kishapitmai, but doesn't have to be only Kishapitmai. Meaning it has to be inclusive of Kishapitmai to make it consistent, but doesn't have to be exclusively Kishapitmai. So the ratio will be talking about Kishapitmai or not Kishapitmai. And true, there's no Chiddush in Kishapitmai. The Chiddush is Kishaloi Pitmai. And the reason we have the ratio is for the Kishaloi Pitmai part. But you have a problem that it seems to be incongruous, the ratio and the same. It's not true. Because the ratio although there's no Chiddush in Kishu Pitmai, is also talking about Kishu Pitmai, which is what the Seif is talking about. And that's why it all works. But the bottom line is, that sorts out the Seif. So again, the Seif at first glance didn't seem to have any Havana. If the Mazik goes up, it's Kishas HaNezik. If the Mazik goes down, then it's Kishas HaMadar. But then, Maman of Shach, are we going Aliba the Rabbi Yishmal? Are we going Aliba the Rabbi Akiva? We're going Aliba the Rabbi Akiva. That explains the Seif. Why in the Reisha, if it goes up, it's a Kishas HaNezik. It's one where the Mazik was Mephatimit. If that's the case of the Seifa, then in the Reisha, where it was the Shara Nizik that went up, you also have to say it's talking about where the Mazik was Mephatimit. It's true. It's talking about where the Nizik was Mephatimit, but Lav Dafka. It also could be talking about where it went up by itself. Okay, now we have to sort out the first part of the price. first part of the price I talked about, where it was the Shara Nizik that either went up or went down in value. And what did the price say? If the Shara Nizik goes up in value, Nersen Kishas HaNezek. If it goes down in value, it's noisein kishas hamodah bedin. Says the Gemara, kochash, if it goes down in value, again, kishas hamodah bedin, kochash machmas mai, how did it go down in value? Eat, lay me the kochash machmas balacha. If it went down in value because the nizik worked it, lay me lay, at machshas vanoya hivno, why should I have to pay you for depreciation that was caused by you? Meaning, the damage took place on the first of the month. And then, two weeks later, they're standing in court. During those two weeks, it went down in value a little bit. You know why? Because for the last two weeks, it was doing what a shard does. It was working in the field, and the mela has a few more miles on it, and therefore it's worth a little bit less money. That's a reason for the mazik to now have to say, okay, oh, it's worth even less? You're going to pay chatsi and ezek that? I'm a ravashi. It's ravashi. said the kachash machmas maka. You have to say that it's talking about where it went down, machmas the maka, the omale, he can tell him, karna de turech, kvirabi. Meaning, in the event that there was a damage that took place, and on the scene, when the initial police report was written, the assessment of the damage was whatever it was. But what happened? The health of the shah continued to deteriorate. And at the time of the mother within, it's even worth less. Oh, so that's already something else. Right, the horn of your Karen. Karen, as in the mazik of Karen. It's buried inside the Sharanizik. It's the gift that keeps on giving. It's constantly being mazik. If that's what the case is, so that's where this is going to be again. Either way, this concludes the first part of the da. Just to make a sikum, if you want to read the Bryce again, maybe it's Kedai. Just to see it now with the Hasbara of the Gemara. So again, what the Bryce is saying. You have a shard that was worth 200 zuz, Shenagach shard that was worth 200 zuz, and the Chavala was 50 zuz. 
Then it went up in value, and now it's worth 400 zos. And had the damage not taken place, it would have been worth 800 zos. So what's the halacha? You pay based on what the value and what the damage was at the time that the nezek took place. The Gemara said, this halacha would be true. Loishna, if the nizek was the reason that it went up in value, or loishna, if it went up in value, then the meila. What was the next halacha? Kochash, kishasa madabadin. If there was a shorsha nagach, and at the time of the madabadin, the animal that was damaged is worth even less than the way it was assessed at the time of the actual nagicha, dear the halach is, you pay based on what it's worth at the time of the madabadin. And the Gemara here made an akimta. That's only true if that additional decrease in value came about as a result of the actual damage. If, however, it was then of course the mazik's not going to be responsible for that. The Brisa then shifted its attention to the fluctuations of the value of the Shara Mazik that relate to the Allah Migufa. And the Brisa said, Shavach Mazik, if the Mazik went up in value, noisain loy kishas. Hanezek, the Gemara said that this is true even Aliba de Rabbi Akiva, who holds Huchlat Ashar, which means that the Nizik is a Shutif in the Shar, and if that's the case, he should partake in any appreciation of value that happens to the Shar Hamazik. Stating that, in Oikimta, it's talking about where the Mazik himself was the one that caused his Shar to go up in value. He fattened it, and that's why he is exclusively entitled to any appreciation. And finally, kachash, if the Shara Mazik goes down, we assess it based on the Shara because we're going again, Aliba Rabbi Akiva, who holds Hochat Ashar, and the Nizik is a Shutif, if the Nizik is a Shutif, therefore he partakes in any of the losses that are incurred. Either way, as an introduction to the next Mishnah. So, the halach is that Ashar Tam is Mishalim Chatsi Nezik Migufay. What's the makar to this? So the truth is, it's a pasuk in the Torah, but it's not a mafurish pasuk in the Torah. It's like a little bit mafurish, but not so mafurish. In fact, it's machlokes remain Rabbi Yehuda. The pasuk is the pasuk that talks about the shartan, obviously, and it says ish So if a shar is going to shtoisestar and the shar. The Nizik dies. What we do is we sell the shard that's alive. We divide the money. Which sounds like we also sell the Nevela. We sell the Shara Mace. And we divide that money as well. This Pasuk right here is the Makar that a Shara Tam is Mashalim. This Pasuk right here is the Makar to this Machloikis Ramein Rabbi Yehuda that is going to be Malava us through the end of the day. For those that learn Chimish Rasha, Bifrat Parshas Mishpatim, so there's a very long, hard Rashi here, one of the harder Rashis in Parshas Mishpatim, which is saying a lot. But Rashi makes a bunch of Chishboinus, hopefully at the end of today's daf, that Rashi won't be nearly as hard. Either way. If you have a shard that's worth 200 zoz, and it's the shard that was worth 200 zoz, and the Nevela was worthless, meaning the damage was the full 200 zoz. Amr Ameir, Ameir said, it's regarding this case that the Pasuk says, Umachru es ashar it's literally regarding this Pasuk that 
or this case that the Torah gave us this Pasuk. In other words, the Pasuk says that a shor shtoys the shtar, and as a result, the shor that was shtoys died. So what do we do? We have to make payment. We take the shtar that's alive, and we cut it in half. Says Rameyer, that halacha is talking about a very specific case. It's an akimten Pasuk. What's the case? The case is where there was a shar that was worth 200 zuz. That shoyz, the shar that was also worth 200 zuz. So the shar hamazik and the shar hanizik are worth exactly the same amount of money. The shar hanizik died. What's the halacha then? The halacha is you have to pay half of what the full value of the shar was because there's no nevela, right? There's nothing else to play with over here. It's worth nothing, is the Shar HaNizik. So what you do is, you sell the Shar that's alive, you split the money, and that's how you come up with your Chatzin Nezik. So the cases where the Shar HaMazik was worth 200 Zuz, the Shar HaNizik was also worth 200 Zuz, and every word matters. The Eina Nevelo Yofaklum, there's zero value here right now. So what, are you gonna, what do you owe? You owe 100 Zuz. So what do you do? You take the Shar HaKai, which is worth 200 Zuz, the Chatzu has and like this, you make your payments. It says, Rameh, that is the Akimt on this Pasuk. I agree with Allah, meaning I agree with everything that you just said, stating that I don't understand how that could be what the Pasuk is referring to. Because the way you just explained the Pasuk, you explained the first part of this Pasuk very nicely. But you didn't explain the second part of the Pasuk. What is You take the value of the Shara Mes and you divide it in half. If it has no value, so there's no Vegamas Ames Yachtson. So Rabbi Yehuda says, Rameh, 100%. That is the halach. If you have a Shah that's worth 200 Zuz, the Shah that's worth 200 Zuz. Now the Shah that was Gestois is valueless. It has zero value. So you cause 200 Zuz worth of damage. You owe 100. So you take the Shah Rakha, you split it in half. I agree with that. It's, the math works. But that can't be what the Pasuk is talking about. So what then is the Pasuk talking about? It has to be talking about where the Shah Hanizik has some value. So the case is Vezer. It's talking about where the two shvarim are worth 200 zuz. And after the shor hanizik died, it still had value. It was worth 50 zuz. Meaning, how much damage was incurred? 150 zuz worth of damage. Which means that how much does the maziko? He owes half of that. He owes 75 zuz. So what's the law? He says, What's the law? What we do is, is we sell the Shar HaChai and we sell the Shar HaMes. The Shar HaChai was worth what it was always worth. It's worth 200 zuz. The Shar HaMes is worth how much? 50 zuz. We take the 250, we get 250 zuz. We split both, like the Pasuk says, Each person takes 125 zuz. So the Nizik, who started off with 200 zuz, now has how much? 125 zuz. Which means how much is his law? 75, which is half of what the damage was. Because his shar was worth 200, then it went down to 50. So that's how you end up getting your chatzin nezik. So Rabbi Yehuda told Rameyer that I agree with the halacha of the way you explained the Pasuk. The chen halacha, he said. But at the same time, in the pshat of the Pasik, it doesn't work. Because in your Havan of the Pasik, you explained the Chatzu as Kaspai, but you didn't explain the Gamas Hamesi 
because the shor hanizik has no value. The way I'm explaining the pasuk, so there's a pshat sign vechatzuas kaspoi and sign vegamis hamesiach. So let's just get this a little bit clearer because the gemara is going to go through this really very very stark. So you have a machloikis between Rameh and Rabbi Yehuda had to touch this pasuk. V'chiyigo if shor ish a shor reyeu vames umachru as nashor achai vechatzuas kaspoi vegamis hamesiach. And incidentally. What is the first part of the pasuk mean? Before we get to the, the intense part, so a shor that belongs to an ish, a shor that belongs to the ish's reyeyo. Ebenezer brings a different shot. Ebenezer says Omar ben Zuta. He said ben Zuta said that when the pasuk says shor ish the reyeyo is not the friend of the ish. The reyeyo is the friend of the shor. Meaning, a shor shtoist its friend, who is reyeyu. So Ben Zuta said, ki reyeyu toya la shor. The word reyeyu is a toya for the shor itself. So a shor shtoist shor reyeyu. He has a friend, the shor can't have a friend. So it shtoist the shor, that was his friend. Meaning, poshit, reyeyu is going on the ish. If one is the shor of an ish, and the other one is shor of reyeyu. Reyeyu of the ish. So Ben Zutta touched the Pasuk not that way. He said, But says the Eben Ezra, But he made a big mistake, because did he not see that the Torah is comparing and contrasting Shar Ish versus Shar Re'eyu? If that's the case, then it's Pashit that Re'eyu is the owner of the second Shar. And then the Eben Ezra says, He says, A Shar doesn't have a friend. But the exception of this Benzuta, maybe he's the friend of the Shar. But either way, this is a nice seven as we talked away on this Pasuk. But that's the first part of the Pasuk. So what's the next part? So what do we do? We take the Shar we sell it. We divide the proceeds. So we do the same thing for the So what's the Machloikis Rameyer Rabbi Yehuda? According to Rameyer, the two Shvarim were worth the same amount of money. They're each worth 200 zos. When the shar that was damaged died, it was worth nothing. So that the damage was 200 zos. If the damage was 200 zos, how much does he owe? He owes him 100. So we take the shar achai, and we divide it in half. 200 zos, you write him a check for 100, that's how he gets paid. It's chatzinezek. According to Rabbi Yehuda, that's not the case. The cases where the two shvarim were worth 200 zos, that he agrees with, they're worth the same amount of money. However, after Vamais, the Nevela had value. How much was it worth? It was worth 50 zos. If it was worth 50 zos, then how much damage incurred? Not 200 zos, 150 zos. How much does he owe him? He owes him only 75. What we do is, umachras hasharachai, which is 200 zos, but also the gamas hamesiachzon. We also sell the sharames. So we're going to now get how much proceeds? Not 200 zos, we're going to get 250 zos. We're going to split it in half, then Isaac's going to get a check for 125, which means he started at 200, now he has 125, he's negative 75, which represents 50% of the damage that occurred. And that's the way you're going to come up with the Chatzin Isaac. So what's the Machloikis? The Machloikis is after the Shara Nizik died. According to Rameh, it had no value. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it did have value. It was worth 50 zos. What was Rabbi Yehuda's time to Rameh in the Mishnah? The way I learned the Mishnah, the Pasek, the, the whole Pasek reads, That's easy, that's constant. You're, you're dividing uh, an asset that's a fashtinkin asset, but it's, it's an available, it's worth 50 zos. There's something there. So good, at the end of the day, 
there's at least a peerish in the last part of the bus. But according to Rameir, what does it mean when it says in the Torah, Vagamas Amesiachsa? Either way, the Mishnah mentioned Machaikh Sumer Rabbi Yehuda, and Shtetzach, he gave it to us, Belosh and Ktsara, he gave us the abbreviated version of it. The Gemara now is going to start with a Tanu Rabbanon, which means, Vam Galantan Abraisa, and in this Braisa, there's going to be the longer version of this Machaikh Sumer Rabbi Yehuda, and where this Braisa is very notable is that. Rameyer is going to explain his sheet a little bit. Zok the Gemara Tanu Rabban on Shor Shavu Masayim Shnoka Shor Shavu Masayim VeHanevelo Yofach Hamishim Zos. So for sure that was worth two hundred zos. Shtoi for sure that was worth two hundred zos. And the Nevelo is worth fifty zos. Zen Oitel Chatsi Echav Chatsi Ames Vezen Oitel Chatsi Echav Chatsi Ames. Each person takes half of the Chai. Each person takes half of the Ames Vezen Ushar Amar Batayur Different Rabbi Yehuda. And this is the Shor that the Torah is talking about in this pasuk in Parshas Mishpat in Perek Chavalov Pasuk Lamed Hey Azoy Halt Rabbi Yehuda Rameyer Rameyer says Ein Zeh Shor Amar Batayur. No, this is not the Shor that the Torah is talking about. El, what is the Shor that the Torah is talking about? It's a Shor Shavu Masayim Shnakal Shor Shavu Masayim. So far, he's consistent with Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, but ve'ein an nevela yafak look. This is where a mayor veers off. It's talking about where the nevela has no value. And al zenemar, it's regarding this that it says in the Torah, umachu es asharachai vechatzu es gaspa. You sell the sharachai, you split in half, and by doing that, you're giving him. 50% of what the damage was. Says Rameyer, which was Rabbi Yehuda's kasha to Rameyer in the Mishnah. So the Bryce, Rameyer is going to answer himself. Says Rameyer, along this, what this Pasuk is coming to say is, in English, that the halacha is, that a short time always pays chatzin Meaning, we're going to see, and this is going to be the avoid of the second part of the daf, which is actually a lot of fun. It's math, but it's kishma. That if you would take the pasuk literally and not make an akimt in the pasuk, it sounds like every single time a shar shtois is a shar, what you do is umachru as a shar achai v'chatzu as gaspai. In which case, the value of the shar being that it could be anything. So the payment that you're going to make can be, it can vary, right? So it could be the Nizik is going to end up getting a lot less than he's supposed to get. It could be he's going to end up getting a lot more than he's supposed to get. So it would be very hard, based on this simple reading of the Basik, to come up with a, a sensible formula that the Torah is using for how a Shartam is supposed to pay. Meaning, we made an Oikimta in the Pasuk that it's talking about it was a Shar Shavu Masayim, that was Nogach a Shar Shavu Masayim, no, take the Shar Achai, because what's Gaspar, you backed into a Chatzinah, but the Pasuk doesn't say that. The Pasuk says, Yeah, it's very nice, we're making the Oikimta, but how do you know that's really what's going on over here? So Rameir says, that's really what the end of the Pasuk is doing. That's the Gilui. The Gamas Ames Yachetzon is coming to tell me that and what we do is, is we always make sure that the payment is going to be chatzinezek. And not only do we always make sure that the payment is going to be chatzinezek, we always make sure that the chatzinezek is going to be migufin. It has that taich in the words, so 
We'll see this as we go through the Gemara. But either way, so says Rameir, the safe of the Pasik, the Games Hames Yechotzon, is really coming to tell me this constant principle. And that is that the Shartam is always Mishalim Chatsi Nezek. It's Mishalim Chatsi Nezek Migufai. It's never going to be more. Now, it could be less if Migufai can't facilitate Chatsi Nezek. That's Shartam 101. But at the very least, more it's definitely not going to be, as we'll see. Says the Gemara, Mechdi Bain Rameir, Bain Rabbi Yehuda, Snai coin to Rameir, and Snai coin to Rabbi Yehuda, Hai May, the and if that's the case, my what's really the machloikis between Ramei and Rabbi Yehuda? Meaning, up until now, there doesn't seem to be any halachic nafgamina between Ramei and Rabbi Yehuda, right? It, they're arguing in semantics. They're arguing how to touch a pasuk. I mean, it's not semantics, it's how to explain a pasuk in the Torah. But at the same time, in halacha, I think everybody agrees. If the Shar Shav was Nogach the Shar Shav HaMasayim, Vomes, Ve'ina Nevela Yofa Klom. So what would Ramea tell you? According to Ramea, that's the Pasuk. What would Rabbi Yehuda tell you? He would tell you to do the same thing. If the Shor Shava Masai was not a Hashar Shava Masai, and the veil was worth 50 Zos, what's the halacha? There's damage of 150 Zos. According to Ramea, you're going to pay 75. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you're going to pay 75. So really, there's no nafkemina in halacha. So the Gemara's kasha is that at the end of the day, my benayu, what then is the difference? Amar Rava, Rava said, the difference is, pchas nevelo ikebenayu. The nafkemina is any depreciation in the nevelo after the time that the damage took place. Ramea, Sabra, Ramea holds, pchas nevelo din is Any pchas belongs solely and exclusively to the Nizik. For Rabbi Yehuda, Sava, Rabbi Yehuda holds, Pchas Nevela, the Mazak Havi Palga. That the way Pchas Nevela works is it's split between the Mazak and the Nizik. In other words, the way Rabbi Yehuda learned the Pasik is that now the payment happens, Umochras Sharachai, Vigamas Hames Yachson. We sell side the Sharachai and we sell side the Shar Hames. Meaning, the Mazak and the Nizik have to join forces, they have to come together, they have to sell these two Shvarim. And then divide the proceeds. If that's the way this works, that means that the nizik is a shutif in the shara mazik. That's the machlekes Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Akiva. But also that the mazik is a shutif in the shara nizik. And as a result, if there's going to be a, a pchas nevelo, that pchas nevelo is going to be sheared between the mazik and the nizik. So if it goes down in value, and as a result, you're getting less proceeds now. So the Nizik's going to get less, but he's going to split that loss together with the Mazik. Whereas according to Rameyah, the only thing we're selling is the Sharachai. When the Torah says, so that's just telling us that at the end of the day, it's always going to be Chatsi Nezik Migufa. But as it relates to what we're doing, what we're doing is we're selling the Sharachai. And being that what we're doing is, is we're only selling the Sharachai, so the Mazik has no Shaykhis really to the Sharameis. That's the Nizik's Cheshven. So we figure out what that Nevele is worth at the time that the damage takes place, then the Nizik is going to go ahead and sell it, and in the event that from the time of the damage to the time of the mother within, to the time he sold it, it went down in value, that Cheshman is going to be 100% on the plates of the Nizik. Either way, so the formula of Cheshmaning Chatsi Nezik Migufoy really is the same from the standpoint that it's going to end up being Chatsi Nezek Migufoy, which this is going to be with regards to the Pchas Nevelos. 
So Abaya heard what Rav said, that the Navgamina is Pras Nevelo. So he said, in Cain, if that's the case, it's going to come out that in a way, a Shtam is more Chomer than a Muad. How so? So the Tap Rashi said that we learned in the first parak and Afyur Amibes, that the Allah is by a Shara Muad that the Bailam Amitaplum bin Nevelo. The halacha is that in the event that the nevela goes down, so who's the person that takes that loss? The person that takes that loss is going to be the nizik. Meaning the mazik never loses based on the pras nevela. It's the nizik that's the one that takes the loss. That's learned out from a pasik, and that's true for all of the arba of nizikin. We say that if there's any depreciation from the time of the damage until the time of the mother bedin, pras nevela is the nizik. By a short time, Rabbi Yehuda is saying that it's not so posh. The mazik and the nizik, they're shutfim. They have to split it. So that means that the mazik is going to lose part of the pchas nevelo by a short time, but by a short muid or by any of the other above, it's not going to be that way. So it says, could it be that a short time is more common than a short time? You'll tell me, yeah. And the truth is, there's a precedent for this. It's a Mishnah. Rabbi Yehuda says, Now the context over there is where a person did a shmira pchusa. So a person has a shor, he did a shmir of the yatz of a hizik. So the halach is counterintuitively. A shor tam, a shmir pchusa, is not considered a good shmira. Yechayev. For a shor amuid, a shmir pchusa is a good shmira, and you're going to be potter. So you see already that a shor amuid can be more cooler than a shor tam. So maybe regarding pchasna, it's also going to be this way. But the Gemara says, the Shabbat Rabbi Huda in shmir, the chsivi kroy. It's true, you find it, but you find it after over there with this psukim, right? That's rooted in, in Xeris Akasav. But as it relates to Tashlum, you don't find this, says the Gemara, and in fact, not only do you not have a Makar from that Mishnah, that when it comes to Tashlumen, a Shar Muid could be more cool than a Shar Tam, in fact, Vahatanya, the Gemara says, this Mephurish Abraisa, we see it's not that way. So what's this Braisa? Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda said, Yachal Shar Shavamana, Shenogach Shar Shavachamesh Slaim, you would have thought that if you have a Shar that's worth a mana, a hundred zos, it's the shar that was worth five slon. For our purposes, every cell is worth four zuzim. So a shar that's worth five slon is really worth 20 zuz. And the nevela is worth a sella. So if a sella is worth four zuzim. So the nevela is worth four zuzim. So you would have thought, says Rabbi Yehuda, it says in the Torah, so you would have thought in this case, we should do the same thing. So, what's the case? The case is he had a shar that's worth 100 zos. It's a shar that was worth 20 zos. The nevela right now is worth 4 zos. So what was the damage? It's 20 minus 4. The damage was 16 zos. What's chatzin nezek? Chatzinezek is Eitzos, so based on what you would think you should do, is you should pay Eitzos. Now, if we're going to use the Cheshben of the Torah, what are you going to do? You're going to take the Sharachai, which is worth 100 Zos, you're going to sell it, the Chatzos Gaspai. And then you're going to take the Sharamez, the Nevela, which we said is worth 4 Zos, the Chatzos Gaspai. 100 plus 4 is 104, you're going to divide the two, you're going to end up, each person is going to take 52 Zos, which means that the Shar Hamazik which caused 16 zuz worth of damage, chatzin of which is only 8, 
is going to end up paying 52 zos. So Rabbi Yehuda talking says, you would have thought, Yochel, I would have thought that even in that case, the halacha should be, zen noitel chatzel chayv chatzel yameis, v'zen noitel chatzel chayv chatzel yameis. Amrit, so Rabbi Yehuda says, v'chimuud lama yotzel ha'achmer olav l'lokal olav. A shara muud is more chamer than the shara tam, or it's less chamer. Right, when the Torah sets up Karen, first it mentions the tam, and then, Comes again the mood. So when the Torah introduces the mood, it's to make it more chamer. Of course, it's to make it more chamer. Heavy yomer lachmer all. So says Rabbi Yehuda Gishmak. Who not mood? Ain't mashal mele masha hizik. So madach mood only pays masha hizik. Tama kalik kolshkein. So certainly the shartam should only pay masha hizik. No, this Rabbi Yehuda said it can't be that a shartam is going to end up paying fifty-two zuz for sixteen zuz worth of damage. There's no way in the world that's going to be. Why? Because that would mean that you're paying more than the mood does. The mood only pays Nezak Shalom. You don't have this umachru, umachru business. You pay, you write a check. You mishalim, Nezak Shalom and Aliyah. That's what you're supposed to do. So it can't be, says Rabbi Yehuda, that the shartam is going to be more chamer than the sharamud. What do you see from here? You see that Rabbi Yehuda has a, a, a philosophical belief, which is common sense, but he has a philosophical belief that the sharamud, when it comes to Tashlumen, has to be more chamer. And even though Rabbi Yehuda lishitosai, the same time the Rabbi Yudah holds when it comes to Chiyuve Shmira, it's not that way. Shmira Pchus is considered a Shmira for a Shah it's not considered a Shmira for a short time. Oh, but the Indian Tashlumen, it's not that way. So, how could you tell me, says Abaya, talking to Rafa, that the Nafkamina between Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda, in the way you read the Pasuk and the Torah, Vagamas and Mesiachson, is regarding the Pchas Nevela, that Rabbi Yehuda is going to say the Pchas Nevela belongs not just to the Nizik to the Mazik, if by a Shoramur the Pchas Nevela is the Nizik, then how can it be by the Shartam? It's going to be differently. It's not possible that it's going to be Muhammad. How do I know that? I know this from Rabbi Yehuda Lushitasi. Elam Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan came and Rabbi Yochanan said a little bit differently. And by the way, this Elam Rabbi Yochanan is not. So Rabbi Yochanan heard him. Rabbi Yochanan says, let me come and let me say it a little bit differently. Right? Rabbi Yochanan lived before Rabbi Yochanan. said, this is not possible. Rabbi Yochanan is a first generation Amir. Rabbi Yochanan many years later. But the point is, so says the Gemara, you have to say what Rabbi Yochanan said. And that is, not Pchas Nevele Ikebenayu, but rather, Shvach Nevele Ikebenayu. It's the flip side of the same coin. It's, Gonna happen afkemina in the event that the nevela went up in value. The mar savar the nizekava. According to Rameyer, the mazik has no shaykes to the shara nizek. When it says vegamas hamesiachzon, that's not what it means. But who owns the shara hames? It's one hundred percent the nizek. So if it goes up in value, all that appreciation is going to belong to the nizek. The mazik's not going to benefit in any way from that. He's not going to say, oh, the shara nizek just went up in value. I owe you less money. It's not going to work that way. Omar Savar, Palga, no. According to Rabbi Yehuda, they're going to be shutfins. According to Rabbi Yehuda, if the shara nizek would go up in value after the nizek, it would actually benefit the mazik, and he would end up having to pay less. Says the Gemara, the Hainu de Kakashalei the Rabbi Yehuda. And based on this understanding of what Rabbi Yehuda's Chiddush is, that Shvach Nevelo Ikebenayu, we can now understand something that bothered Rabbi Yehuda. What bothered Rabbi Yehuda? So says the Gemara like this. Hashto da'amret chas rachmon ilave the mazik. Now that you see that the Torah had rachmonis on the mazik, where do you see the Torah had rachmonis on the mazik? The Torah threw the mazik a bone, literally. Right? Where do you see it? The shakul b'shvacha. Because you see that the shvach of the nizik gets 
divided between the mazik and the nizik. So, yachal, I would have thought, says Rabbi Yehuda, shor shavachamish slot. This is a new case. That if you have a shor, that's worth five slot, which is 20 zuz, we said. Shenogach, it shtois, a shor that's worth a mana. That's worth a hundred zuz. Vanevela yafa chamishim zuz. And the nevela is worth 50 zuz. Says Rabbi Yehuda, zen noito chatziachai, viz. You would have thought that we do what the Torah says. It's because Rabbi Yehuda holds, just the words first, that the Shvach of the Nevela is divided between the Mazak and the Nizik. So therefore, I would have thought that this would be the case over here too. You would have had such a Havamina. Amrit says the Gemara, it's not the case. You know why? Because Heichem Atzinu Mazik Niska, Shazen Niska. Where do you ever find that a Mazik walks away making money from the deal? Va'omer, and besides, I have a Pasik that says, Shalem Yishalem, that the Mazik has to pay. And we learn from here, Bailem Mashalem, Vain Bailem Noitam. The Bailem pay, the Bailem are never on the text. So what does this mean? So, first the case. The case is that a shard that was worth five slon, it's Shtois a shard that was worth a mana. And then a vela is worth 50 zos. So a shard that's worth five slon, if you convert it into zos, so that we have one currency that we can work with, so that's worth 20 zos. The shard that was the nizik was worth 100 zos. Then a vela was 50 zos. So what's the value of the damage? You had a shard that was worth 100 zos, and now it's worth 50 zos. So this is easy math. So the value of the damage is 50 zos. Your short time, you're supposed to pay chatsi nezek. So what's chatsi nezek going to be? It's going to be 25 zos. So in theory, you have 50 zos worth of damage, and what you should be paying is, you should be paying 25. Good. Now, the Torah says, what do you do in every such case? What you're supposed to do is you take the shorachai, the shorach mace, and you sell it. Okay, so if we would do that, the shorachai we said was worth 20 zos, the Shara Mace, that's the Nevelo's worth 50 Zos. If you sell them together, what you're going to end up with is 70 Zos. If you're going to take the 70 Zos and you're going to split it, so the Mazik is going to walk off at 35, and the Nizik is going to walk off at 35. So the Nizik had how much damage? He had damage of 50 Zos. He's going to get a check for 35. Okay. Better than Chatzin Nezik. What's going to happen to the Mazik? The Mazik is going to also get a check of 35. His Shar was worth 20, and now he ended up with 35. He had a pretty good day, right? So his Shar stoist, and now all of a sudden he did better. So Rabbi Yehuda talking. Says Rabbi Yehuda, when I read the Pasuk of Parshish Mishpatim, I would have thought, I could have had a Habamino, that maybe in such a case, right, doesn't say anywhere in the Pasik. There's no indication that's not the case. It's sounds like it's in any case. So it says Rabbi Yehuda that even though there could have been such a habit, it's not true for two reasons. Number one, and besides, Shalim Yishalim, the Bailam have one role. Didaf's Thailand. Right? You're not on the take. Bailem the Shalman, the Ain Bailem Neutlin. Right? Stop a good mime rambles good. Bailem the Shalman, the Ain Bailem Neutlin. This is the way, this is the way it is. So the Gemara says, Gishmak, that what was Rabbi Yehuda's Havamina that it should be this way? It's such a radical Havamina. It's a Pasha you learn. I just read the Pasha. It sounds that way. But the Gemara is adding a little Hatoma over here, a little Knech. 
The Gemara is saying that Rabbi Yehuda l'shitah say the way he understood the pasuk that when it says v'gamis hamesi yachzon that the mazik is a shotif in the shayr hanizik, but with regards to the shvach, not with regards to the damage. That's melamet shabayim l'metapim in And if it's true for sharamut, kalvachaymer has to be true for a sharatam. But you see that when it comes to the shvach, he's a beneficiary. So it looks like not clear why, but the Torah seems to be partial to this mazik. And the Torah is mamish going out of its way to give this guy a shtickle boon, right? So here he went, and he was a shayra mazik, and the next thing you know, you know, he filed an insurance claim, he made a lot of money. So it doesn't make sense, but this is what ended up happening. So it sounds a little bit like this is how this all played out. So being that you see in Shittas Rabbi Yehuda, such an Indian, that's the Hezber, why Rabbi Yehuda L'shitasai had to read this ice. But the Gemara asks Akasha. I mean, this is all good. But the Gemara says that why do we need two responses for why this is not the case? Meaning, the Mazik can't benefit off of this. Why? Number one, doesn't make sense. Heichamotzinu. Vaoimer, besides, there's a passing. It's Neshali Misham. So the Gemara says, my Vaoimer, what's the Vaoimer? So here we have another case. The Chitame, because I would have thought, Hanimili, maybe when is this? The Mazik doesn't benefit. That's only if the Nizik is losing out. But let's say the Nizik is not going to gain. Meaning, let's say the Mazik and the Nizik are both going to end up benefiting. Meaning, where the, the benefit of the Mazik is not coming on the places of the Nizik. They're both going to benefit. What would be the example? Here we go. Good. You have a shard that's worth five slot. Again, converting it into zuzim, 20 zuz. And it's the shard that was worth five slot. Again, 20 zuz. But believe it or not, the market for the nevela is worth more than the market for the live animal. Now, how would that be the case? Akasha famaisa, just to keep it simple. I appreciate it, whatever. But the bottom line is, this is the way it is. So, you would have thought in that case, that shokl nami mazik peshvach. Maybe there the mazik should be able to partake. Why? So let's do this a little bit slower. The shara mazik was worth 20 zuz. The shara nizik is worth 20 zuz. The nevela is worth 30 zuz. Okay, so how much damage occurred? Zero, right? It went up 10 zuz in value. So if you're going to follow the formula in the Torah, and you're going to now sell the two animals, so you're going to take an animal, the Sharachai, which is worth 20 zuz, you're going to take the Sharachai, which is worth 30 zuz, because it went up in value, you're going to get 50 zuz, you're going to do a Yachloi Kubaloi Shvua, each person's going to end up taking 25 zuz, the Mazik made $5, the Nizik made $5. If you do enough volume, the Hastak the Parnusa, you know? <laughs> they made money, so the kids are, so it, it sounds like a good deal. So maybe in this case it's different, right? Maybe over here it could work. So maybe when is it that we say that the Mazik can benefit? That's when it's coming on the Cheshben of the Nizik, where the damage was 50 and the Nizik's getting 35 and the Mazik was getting 35, right? In that case, he made 15 bucks. I lost 15 and you're taking 15? That's not going to work. But over here, I made 5 and you made 5. Listen, without my shayda mazik, you didn't even make $5. It actually seems pretty reasonable. You can make an argument, right? You can lobby this case. It's not ridiculous. So maybe that's why we need a posik. So for the first case, we don't need a posik, right? Just look at the Gemara. The first case, Amrit, that's right? It's not possible. But for this already, it's not so posh. For this, I need a posik. I have another problem in Rabbi Yehuda's world. I think the Rabbi Yehuda Tam Neshalim Yosef Mechatzin Nezek. It's possible a chayra according to Rabbi Yehuda for a Tam to pay more than Chatzin Nezek. Why? 
because that Torah Amra umachras hashar achai v'chatzu as kaspoi, which sounds like it's supposed to be chatzinezek, but it's really possible that it should be more than chatzinezek. So here the Gemara doesn't tell us what the case is, but Rashi does. So here's Rashi's case. Rashi's case is where the shar, you have to hold cash here, was worth 50 zos. It's those the shar that was worth 40 zos. The nevel was worth 20 zos. So again, the shar of mazik is 50, the shar of nizik was 40. After the negicha, it's only worth 20. So how much damage occurred? It was 20. What would chatzinezek be? Chatzinezek would be 10. Now, if you're going to take the Shara Mazik and the Shara Mez, like the Torah says you're supposed to, and you're going to sell them, what are you going to end up getting? You're going to end up getting 70 Zuz. If you're going to split the 70 Zuz, so it's going to come out that the Mazik and the Nizik are each going to end up getting 35 Zuz. What was the damage? The damage was 20 Zuz. But what he's going to end up getting is... The original Sharhan Nizik was worth 40 Zuz, right? Let's get this clear. And he's going to end up getting 35 Zuz. Right? The original Sharhan Nizik was 40. The damage was 20. We sell everything. And what do you end up with? You end up with 35. So the Mazik would get 35. What was his original shah worth? 50. The Nisnik is going to get 35. What was his original shah worth? 40. And based on the Torah, it would sound like this is something that should happen. Is that going to be the case? I mean, it doesn't sound like that's the way it's supposed to be, but the way Rabbi Yehuda is reading the Basik, it sounds really like that is what's supposed to happen. Now, Rashi speaks out. It's a long Gishmaka Rashi. He goes through the sugi like this. We already addressed a case that the Shar Hamazik, based on the simple reading of the Pasik, would end up paying Yosem Minazik Shalim. We said that can't be. If a Shar Amu doesn't get more than Azik Shalim, how could a Shar Tam get more than Azik Shalim? So even though it sounded like there was such a Havamina, but that was knocked out. We also knocked out the Mazik not being able to make any money. Loishna, if it's coming on the Cheshben of the Nizik, Loishna, if it's not coming on the Cheshben of the Nizik. But what we didn't yet address was, what about a case where the Mazik is going to pay more than Chatzin Nizik, but at the same time, it's not going to be more than Nizik Shalim. So you're not violating this Kalvachimer from the Shah Amud. If the Shah Amud only pays Nizik Shalim, how could the Shah Tam pay more than Nizik Shalim? In this case, you're not paying more than Nizik Shalim. In fact, this person's losing. He had a Shara Nizik that was worth 40. He's going to end up at 35. He still lost $5. But the point is that even though he just lost a little bit, but it's Yosem Echatzi Nezik. So how do you know that in this case, that's not going to be the halacha? And really, based on the simple reading of the Pasuk, that should be the halacha. And that's the Gemara's Kasha. And for the Gemara, that you have to say, Islay the Rav Yehuda, Pchas, Shepichsasoy Misa, that at the end of the day, there is a rule that you never pay Yosem Michatzin Ezek. But the Gemara says, How does he know that? He knows it from the end of the Pasuk. The Pasuk that says, right? That was how Rav Meir knew the Salah. But the Gemara says, Isn't that the whole shit that's Rav Yehuda? He said, That's not what the Pasuk is coming to tell me. What the Pasuk is coming to tell me is that the Mazik is a Shutif in the Shoyra Nizik, and as a result, he gets half of the Shvach. And the Gemara, okay, Nicht of Kroh, the Esames, my Vigam Shmami Notarity. So this is a Mapech in the whole Gemara. That the Esames, 
and Rabbi Yehuda's moida to everything the Rameir said. Then v'gamas hamais yachzu and you see the salach of chatzin nezek, but at, not to exceed. But at the same time. It's, there's another drasha that you can learn from here as well, because he holds you can also dash in the word Vagam, and as a result, you can have both. So I think it's Kedai to recap now. We're going to leave the Red Beis Hashem for tomorrow. I just think it's Kedai to recap what we just did, because basically, you have a posseg in the Torah. It says, V'chigav shor isha shor yeyo v'meis, u'machras hashar achai v'chatsu askaspoi v'gamis hamesi achzon. It sounds like from reading the posseg that every single time, there's a, sh- again, this is a hard posseg. We've read this posseg a thousand times, and it's, it's a hard Pasuk, even on the thousandth time. But it's, it's, this is where this Pasuk is playing itself out. You have a short time that shtoises a short. Vomes. You know what we do? Umachras ashar achai v'chotzu askaspoi v'gamas ha-mesiach. So we take the two shvar and we sell both of them. And that's how you come. And somehow, all the years, we knew this is the Makar Tadalacha that a short time pays chatzinezek. But if you think about it for a second, where do you see from here that the shark tampes chasinezek? It sounds like a machur is a sharachai to come and say What if the sharachai is worth a thousand dollars and the sharachai is worth ten dollars? So this guy's making a lot of money. Or what if it's vice versa and now the mazik is making a lot of money, right? So really, it's a little bit machusr avon, poshup shan in the pasik. Machloik is remain Rabbi Yehuda, how to go about this. In the Tchilas HaSugya, and the whole Sugya was the Tchilas HaSugya, so we have to speak out the recap in the Tchilas. You can't just say, oh, the recap is who the holds of the gun. That's, that's a cop out. So we have to go through the whole thing. In the Tchilas HaSugya, Rameir says as follows. The Pasik is talking about an Oikim. The Kimta is with the shard that was mazik was worth 200 zoos, and the shard that was damaged was also worth 200 zoos. They were both worth the same amount of money. When the Shara and Nizik died, it was valueless. And what the Torah is saying, therefore, is, is that right now, the owner of the Shara Mazik owes really 200 zoos, but being that he's a Shara time, you're only going to pay Chatsi Nezik. And that's what the Torah means when it says, V'chatsu Eskaspoi. Pay him 50% of the damages. Now, it says, V'games Hameis Yachtzon. V'games Hameis Yachtzon sounds a little bit like there's a mace that you're going to sell, and that mace that you're going to sell is going to end up being divided. According to Rameir, there is no mace to sell. Says Rameir, which, again, for our purposes in English, means that what you're going to end up with is this is the formula. It's always going to be Chatzin Nezek. So, so if the numbers are going to shift, then it's not going to be Shor Shavah Mosayim, Shor Shavah Shavah Mosayim, and Mamish was word zero, right? The math isn't always this neat. So in those cases, you know you have a formula to work with, and you can take this and literally cut and paste and figure out exactly what you're supposed to do. But that's what the say for the Pasuk is. Rabbi Yehuda, when he learned this Pasuk, he learned the Pasuk a little bit differently. He said, that, no, 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 that's not what's happening here. The Shor was worth Masai, that was Nogach Shor Shor Masai. That part is the same. They were worth the same amount of money. After it was it wasn't valueless. It was worth 50 zos. It has some shabbos, and what the Torah is saying is, is that you take the sharachai and you take the sharames and you sell both of them. And when you sell both of them, you divide the money side between the mazik and the nizik. And it's a big chiddush over here because that means that the mazik is a shutif in the shara nizik, and he's a shutif only for the shvach. The Gemara said because otherwise malamit shabayim on top of This is uh, above the kama one on one. But the point is that this is the way it's going to play itself out, and each person is going to get one hundred and twenty-five. Which means if the nizik had a hundred and fifty dollars worth of damage, he started for the shara worth two hundred, and he ends up with one hundred twenty-five dollars of cash. You see, he got seventy-five dollars for the one hundred fifty dollars worth of damage. He ends up getting, he ends up getting chatzinazik. According to Rameyer, the safe of the Pasuk, this is the whole Nakud of the Sugya, of Igamis Hamas Yachtson, already said that it's always going to be Chatzin According to Rabbi Yehuda, it didn't. 
And therefore, in Rabbi Yehuda's world, there was a lot of work to do. Because in Rabbi Yehuda's world, you have to somehow figure out, Mechetesi, where the numbers are off, it's not going to be the same thing. In which case, there's a lot of possibilities. There's possibilities where the mazik's going to make money, there's possibilities where the mazik's going to pay not just more than Chatzin Ezek, even more than Ezek Shalim, right? There's a whole bunch of possibilities. And that was the whole Amit base. The Gemara, like, if you cheshben, the Gemara worked through each one. And by the way, most of them, Rabbi Yehud himself was doing the talking. L'shitosoy, Rabbi Yehud was doing the talking. So the Gemara said that based on this formula, maybe the halacha should be that even if it means that you're going to pay more than Ezek Shalim. No, that can't be. Sharmud pays Ezek Shalim. There's no way that the Shar Tam is going to pay more than Ezek Shalim. Okay. Maybe the Mazik can profit. Is, is that possible? Right? We went through all the cases. Maybe the Mazik should be able to profit. Maybe at least the Mazik can profit where it's not coming on the Cheshbon of the Nizik. I mean, Hechemotzinu, Mazik Nizker on the Cheshbon of the Nizik. But if it's not on the Cheshbon of the Nizik, Shalim Yishalim. Maybe it's possible that it's going to come out that it'll be more than Chatzin Nezek, albeit less than Ezek Shalim. So again, it's not more than Ezek Shalim. The Mazik's not profiting. But how do you know it's always Chatzin Nezek? And here the Gemara said that Rabbi Yehuda had no choice, but he had to come around to Rameir. And he said, I hear Rameir ben Maskin. But I grad all that Tzai Maidrash and Tzai Yodrash Amavur. Why? Because it says, V'gam es HaMesiachson. He dashed in the word Gam, the rabbis. And it's come to teach me two things over here. And it's come. Now, L'chura in the Maskin, once I have a Gamas I don't need all the other Rabbi Yehudas. Because once I have Rabbi Yehudas, Rameh's Alacha, could be I have Rabbi Yehudas Alacha as well. Rabbi Yehudas is the one that's talking, but the bottom line is, this is what comes out in the Cheshmer of the Gemara. Just one interesting thing, well, I'm with this, is that everyone agrees, Sai Rameh, Sai Rabbi Yehudas, that when it says, both Shvarim are worth the same amount of money. Boom, we picked a number of 200 Zos, but that's random, right? But the two Shvarim are worth the same money. And really, when you read the Pasik, there's like no Gilui of that. If you look in the Archaim HaKadosh, the Archaim says, V'chiyig of Shor Ish, Es, Shor Oimroi Es, says the Archaim. Yirza, Sheshneim Shovim Bechayeyem, the word S is extra. So the Rechaim HaKadosh is being Doirish S and Shevetaira. And he said, it could have said, V'chiyigav Shor Ish Shor Reyeyo. V'chiyigav Shor Ish S Shor The word S is coming to create some sort of hashva between the two Shvarim. And the hashva is that they're worth the same amount of money. I saw the Malbim on this Pasik. He also mutches with this a little bit. He says... That I think where the two shvarim were worth the same amount of money. Right? What gives a shor value? Right? I guess in the ox, so it's based on how strong it is, right? That's usually the way you would think of it. So he says it's not mistaber that the shor amazik was worth less. Then the Shar Hanizik, right? Pick on someone your old size. So usually you would think that he's at least his size if he's going to go after him, right? He says if the Shar Hanagach was weaker, then he wouldn't have said, you know what? Adarabra, right? <laughs> Bring it on. No, that's probably not what he would have done. What would he have done? He said he would have ran for his life. He would have been hiding. So if you have this face-off here between these two shvarim, it's mistaber 
that this is Shavu B'Shavu, quite literally Shavu B'Shavu. He says the Malbim, and Pshutai Shalmikri, right, it's like a whole Ekimta. But he says, if you think about it, it's not such an Ekimta either way. That's Hashem, we will continue tomorrow.